So a good couple of years ago, uh, I went to play pitch and putt. I was invited by a friend of mine, and uh, there was a little gang of us. So I turned up, and I I don't play golf, so it's all kind of new to me. Uh, But one guy turned up, and apparently he had all the best of the gear, right? The best gloves and the the proper golf shoes, the little wee spikes on them, and the the best clubs, and a, a wee official... What's the name of the brand? Titleist? Titleist? Whatever, however it's pronounced. Whatever the golf brand of, of clothing is. Anyway, I had one of those hats. And so he looked the part. Looked the part. Couldn't hit a ball for beans, though. Could not hit a ball for beans. He had all the right gear, but... <laughs> ball could go anywhere. Uh, then there was another lad with us, like, who's an absolute... Uh, you know, came in his jeans and a pair of flip-flops. <laughs> And was just hocking them all the right direction, like just nailing it, absolutely nailing it. Uh, I remember when I was learning guitar as well, uh, there was this one traditional Irish musician. He's, he's Australian of, of, origin, he's, he's of, of Australian origin. His name, his name is Steve Cooney. When this guy would play guitar, his guitar was bet to within an inch of its life. There was actually, you know the way there's, there's normally like a round hole there in, in the front? There was another hole that had been carved into it by someone's foot right in the bottom corner. But my goodness, when he played, like, the guy's a legend, you know? Just, the, the guitar sounded amazing. He's just, he's, it just sounded absolutely fantastic. So it got me thinking today about how what God gives us or what we have is one thing. What we do with what we have is another thing entirely, right? So we might have all the right gear, it doesn't mean we're either using it or using it right. Or it may look like we have inferior gear, but we may be nailing it. We may be doing really, really well. So in, in the eyes of the world, like those maybe who are more educated or younger or fitter or whatever it may be, may seem like they have all everything going for them, right? Uh, but that's not necessarily how God sees things at all. God can see in, in a soul that may be maybe even aged or ill or carrying an awful lot just for, for whatever circumstances or whatever reason that, that, that heart, everything might look okay externally but internally that person might be carrying an awful lot uh, maybe loss or loneliness or who knows bereavement or rejection whatever it may be and in, in that heart then see God sees all of this God sees all of this and we have then these, these opportunities that real life gives us do I use today Do I use today to take a step closer to God? Do I use today, in in whatever the circumstances have have allowed, whatever God in his providence has allowed, do I I use today to take a step closer to God? It may look like we have everything together, and God may have blessed us with, thank God, with a a good united family and, and financial security and whatever else we may need. Okay, so I have all these things. Good. Am I using them? Not just for myself, but am I using them for, for like the greatest good? Am I using my abilities, my intelligence, my health, my body, my mind? Am I using this to get closer to God? Or are people maybe who look like they have inferior goods, guitars with second holes in them, are they actually passing me out at light speed? Because at least the, the little what they have, they're using for God. They're using for God. And the more we do this, the better we get at it. Like it becomes like uh, virtue, virtue is what? Virtue is, 
the, the short definition of virtue basically is a good habit. It's the, the doing the right thing consistently. That, that's a virtue. So if I'm consistently patient, I can, I, have, I can say, well, I can say God has given me the virtue of patience. If I'm consistently loving, I can say I have the virtue of, of, of love. So, and so on. So the more I get used to living with God in this way and doing everything in each day out of love for him and living from the providence of his hand, the, in all humility, the better you get at it, the more you get used to it, the more you get used to living out of God's will. And then he can, he can then bless you with, the, with, with financial security and a beautiful family and a car and the whole lot. He can bless you with all of that. And none of that is a threat. None of that is a danger. None of that is going to actually cause you to become prou- proud and, and veer away from God's plan. The more we use each single day and what God's providence has allowed in that day, the more I allow that to draw me back to him, the more he can trust me with. And that's to, today's gospel then, like when... The same seed, the same seed is thrown on the edge of the path, on the rocky soil, on the thorns, or on the good soil. The same, it's the same seed, right? They're all getting the same resources, if you will. But the seed then that lands on the edge of the path, the birds come, the, 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 the tempter comes, the, the enemy comes, and takes that, that, that hope, that joy, that word away from us. Okay, so we have to know how to defend ourselves from that. The rocky soil, so or the, the, the rock. There's no depth of soil. So it's, that, that, it's like that, that initial enthusiasm that, you know, I've been to Medjugorje, I'm going to convert the world. And two weeks later, this is hard. I don't want to give up my former life, you know. I just, just want to be normal. I just want to do what everyone else does. And then that's the spring up, and out comes the sun. Yeah, no thanks. And then the thorns, and the, 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 again, the same seed, the same resources, the same grace. We have all been equally baptized. You haven't been baptized more than me or me less than you. It's, we have the same grace available to us. And that, 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 that grace then springs up in the thorns, and the concerns and the worries of life choke it. And I think, well, if I, if I follow you, Lord, that might cost me something. So, no thanks. No thanks. I'll, I'll do my thing. You do your thing, and maybe when I get old, I'll contact you then. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll just... I'll do my thing, so that's all right. And then finally, there are some who receive the same grace as everyone else, but that same grace springs up in them and becomes life-giving. Remember, like, he, he, Jesus very deliberately uses the idea of grain, right? So when, when that grace is given to you, when... when, when we receive God's grace. At times, something in us must, something in us must die. Sorry to phrase it so bluntly, but there you go. Uh, something in us must die. So whatever attachments we, might, we may have had, whatever uh, wasn't good in us, whatever wasn't godly in us, dies. But then, that's not the end of the story. What comes from that then is, is, is life, a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. And life for others. The wheat doesn't nourish itself. It nourishes everything and everyone else. So, learning how to walk with God on a daily basis is for my good, but for the good of everyone else around me. And think of that in terms of parenthood or, or priesthood. Learning how to use each day and God's providence in each day to draw me closer to him so that those around me may have life. So we ask the Lord today to open our eyes to the opportunities of each day 
the opportunities we'll have to, to offer up something, the opportunities we'll have to, to keep our mouths shut when, when we'd rather say something or be negative, the, opportunity that we will, the opportunities we will have to pray with or for each other, the opportunities we'll have to serve. Lord, help us to see and avail of all of these opportunities that each single day will draw us closer to you. Amen.